you for joining us on the Dirty Moms Talk podcast. I'm Brittany of Little by Little Family, wife, mother of seven, and closet creative. I'm also the creator of the Deliberate Day Journal, and I am a lover of all things organization and planning. And I'm Tiffany from DoraJane.com. I'm a wife, a caregiver to my wounded warrior husband, and a mom of five. And I am a lover of possibilities. With our 33 years of combined experience, we're shining light on the dirty side of momming. Thank you for joining us today. We are going to talk about grace over guilt and why mom guilt is even a thing. All right. So John Acuff is someone that I followed for many years, and I recently heard what he has to say about dad guilt. And really, it's just that it's not a thing. Dads don't have dad guilt. If you ever hear a dad talk about dadding, he's generally going to be feeling pretty good as long as he has kept his children alive, (laughs) that he's a fantastic dad. Absolutely. You just, their standards are so different than ours and their expectations for themselves are so different than ours. It's like, hey, I, I took the kid to the store and they had a granola. I know they don't have shoes and they're still in their pajamas, but that's cool. It's no big deal. And when we're at the store and we see a dad with a kid at the store, we're like, Hey, look at that dad. He took a kid to the store. So I think like we, I mean, we could learn something from dads on this point, I think. Yeah, we could probably let go of a lot. I think we oftentimes set our standards high. And then if you're like me, even when I reach those standards, I feel guilt and pressure to make them even higher the next time. And when I don't reach them, I immediately feel like a failure. Well, and we don't, you know, we shouldn't feel like failures because we cannot do all the things that we set ourselves up to do. No, we really can't. It's, you know, momming, it, you know that it has so many different hats. And we don't ask nurses to fly airplanes and serve sandwiches and, I don't know. Perform surgery <laughs> like the doctor should be doing even when they're nurses, right? Like, and then be an entertainer at the same time. We, we don't ask that of people because you can't wear all of those different hats. But as moms, we're constantly putting hats on and constantly taking hats off. So we're doing the absolute best that we possibly can. You know, I, I really never run into moms who are just giving it, you know, half a job. They're just putting, you know, a tiny bit of themselves in. They really are doing their best. And that, you know, another another one of my favorite gurus, Sarah McKenzie. Oh, I love her. She is fantastic. And she is a mom of six. She has lots of experience. And she talks about how we are called to be faithful. And that that is our calling. And that that is all we can do. We can just be faithful. Did you hear that? Our calling is not to do it all. Our calling is to be faithful. That And being faithful means doing what we can, and then we have to leave the rest up to God because we, we there is no possible way we can do every single thing that we need or want or could ever imagine doing for our kids. So it's our mindset that needs to change, right? It's, it's not our best that needs to change because our best is enough. When we are connected with God and we're serving God and we're being faithful, our best is absolutely enough. 
So it's our mindset around what our best is and what enough is that needs to change. I mean, Julie Bogart says that in the end, we're probably going to damage our kids anyway, right? <laughs> Amen. That's what she says. And she's another one who who I've listened to over the years, and I found a lot of wisdom in what she says. And she is right. So let's say this right now. No matter what you do, no matter how fantastic a mother you are, you are going to do something or say something or forget something at some point that is going to mean a lot to your kids and and you're going to damage them in some way. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you that, but that is going to happen. The other side of that, though, truly, is think of how we've grown from our own journey as children, like our own parents, our own parents' mistakes. What have you learned? What have you gained? How have you changed? How has it changed you? You know, some things hurt, but we do learn from them. Maybe you grew up and you've changed everything about how you were raised. There, God brings beauty out of so much. So that's why our best is enough because he takes it and he molds it and he makes it enough. So we we know we have God's help, but I would like to know, Brittany, how, how does grace over guilt really show up in your life at the end of the day? Okay. So for me, Grace over guilt really shows up in two different areas, actually, that I struggle with on the daily, really. Um, I tend to be a type A personality. I want to have things listed out. I want to feel accomplished. I want to get all the things done, which, as you know, with momming, uh, comes with interruptions and distractions and changes and everything like that. So I often end the evening with more to-dos than I even had time to get done and a feeling of failure. So there I... I allow myself to look at my to-dos and say, okay, you know what? What I got done today was enough, and I'm going to offer myself grace over the things that didn't get done, and I'm going to move those to tomorrow. The other place it shows up is in mom guilt. You know, I wasn't as nice to my kids as I wanted to in this moment. I got frustrated and yelled. I lost my temper. I... um I buffered on my phone and picked up Facebook or or Pinterest, and I searched Pinterest instead of sitting and reading to my kids today. You know, there's there's so many different areas that mom guilt can kind of show up, and this is the one that really kind of touches my heart where grace over guilt is concerned. It's the one that really I really connect with a lot and has been very powerful in my evening routine has been to list out one area that I felt Oh, just a real weight on my heart over from the day. And then to say, okay, here it is on paper, which means I, I'm. it's almost like the physical act of writing it down on paper takes it out of my head, takes it out of my heart, takes the weight off of me, and then puts it on the paper. And I can look at it there and know that I've let it go. Like it's it's off me now. It's on the paper. I don't have to carry it anymore. And I can say, you know, God, I'm sorry for this. And with your grace, I'm going to do better tomorrow. I'm going to try really hard to do better tomorrow. And then I can close my journal and I can, I can really close that away and truly let it go. Well, and I think, I think the act of doing that is really important too because it allows you to begin fresh with your, your next day, right? I think if we start every next day with the baggage from the day before, that's going to affect us. It's going to affect our kids. And over time, that builds up, and it can be so damaging for us, for everyone. So I think the practice of writing it down like that is so powerful, so powerful. And you're going to have um, 
goodness, there are going to be so many benefits from that too. I, I mean, more sleep, less ruminating thoughts going on in your head. And, and when we're behaving out of guilt, when we're doing things out of guilt, I think it can lead us to do things that are, are not maybe exactly how, how we would do them. You know, I've talked to moms who, um, who know their kids are being naughty, but they feel guilty about doing one, you know, about not doing what they were supposed to be. So then they're, they're reinforcing naughty behavior by treating their kids, which is totally unrelated because they feel guilty about something else that they did. Like that it can, it can lead to so many things. So I think that writing those things down, like you're talking about, you know, the moments where, and, and I think too, you know, if you yell at your kids, everyone has yelled at their kids. Like oh they're, my goodness, I, yes. If you yell at your kids, you're a parent. You period. Are, the end. You're a parent. Now, we're not saying that you should be yelling at your kids. I mean, there are some kids that maybe need to get yelled at. Every, <laughs> I'm kidding. But we're not saying that you should be doing that. But everyone is going to lose their temper, y'all. We are all going to lose it sometimes. We're just human. We're, we're just people. And we're doing our best. We are, and we're learning on the go, too. We're oh. we're literally nobody hands you anything except for a baby they hand you a baby and they say okay here you go go home there there's no manual you know it's it's cliche because it's true because parenting is hard it's a learn as you go and it's not even like okay you've had one here's another one they're exactly the same you get to parent the same way and it's gonna work no man i have seven different kids all of them different all of them need they receive discipline differently. They receive criticism differently. They receive praise differently. They all, it's been a learning battle through every single one of them. And I still don't have it figured out. Well, and then add to that the different ages and stages, you know, like oh, a two-year-old yes. receives grace and discipline and all those things differently than a 14-year-old. And they're, you know, we're, we're learning. We need to give ourselves grace and I think there's a lot of power, too, you know, when you have those moments with your kids during the day, that when you reset, when you, when you yell, apologizing in that moment when things have cooled down, you know, hey, I lost it. I'm really sorry. I'm human, too, you know. Um, but then also, once, once you do that, you, you have to let it go on your own, and you have to ask God for forgiveness because... We're all going to have those moments. And if you're sitting there holding a beautiful little baby and it's your first one and you think you're never going to yell, I'm so sorry, but I'm telling you it's going to happen because that <laughs> child is going to turn into a child that talks. And once they start talking, it all bets are off. All bets are off. So we just want to tell you, you know, it's, it's so healthy to write those things down. And write them down in the evening when they're fresh in your mind before you allow them time to become bigger than they are. Really? And I, I just want to highlight what she said because really what Tiffany just said is that apologizing in the moment, I, I've been reading a lot of things and I, it's funny how many people from my generation say they never heard their parents apologize. And I actually apologize to my kids all the time because I, I want to model that for them. So when we apologize to our children in the moment, we're modeling grace over guilt for them. 
grace over guilt for themselves, grace over guilt for each other, grace over guilt in their relationships, grace over guilt in their parenting, we are doing something that's going to waterfall into so many other facets of their life by creating this grace over guilt mindset here and cultivating it in these different ways. For us as parents, for us as mothers, to cultivate this grace over guilt mindset, you do this at night. You look at your day, you reflect on your day, or if night is terrible for you, if you are slap exhausted and the minute your head hits the pillow, you've got to just go to sleep, then that's okay too. When you wake up the next morning, you can put this into practice, okay? It can be either the next morning or the night before. For me, it helps a lot the night before because I ruminate on things before I fall asleep. It's the only, literally the only quiet time of my day is when all of my people are sleeping and they cannot talk to me anymore. And sometimes not even then. So at night, and I don't make a list of everything that went wrong. I choose one item. I choose one thing to write down and to let go of because I could, I could probably make a list and that would get ugly. So one thing is all I do. And I think that's a good idea. And then I know that you have some ideas from John Acuff about not just that one moment of guilt, but what about all the things that you didn't get to check off? Absolutely. He has a book called Soundtracks. Fantastic book. We can link that in the show notes for you guys. And in the Soundtracks book, he recommends doing a daily anthem to kind of start to rebuild the soundtracks in your mind, to also rebuild you know, to take control over the way that we think and how that affects our days. The end of his anthem says, what a day. The best part is I left myself a lot of fun things to do to work on tomorrow. When my head hits that pillow, I'm off the clock, storing up energy and excitement for a brand new day. Now, it can seem silly or you're like, what? I'm not going to say that to myself, but listen to me. Think of how you would feel if you said that to yourself every night. Think of how you would change if you really believed this and said it. What a day. To accept that whatever the day was, it was a day. It was what a day, okay? And that really the best part is that it's okay that you didn't get everything done and that it leaves you something to work on tomorrow and that's enough. That is, that's great. That is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. And that when your head hits the pillow, you're off the clock. Your best was enough. You were enough. And you're off the clock. You don't have to ruminate, to dwell, to do any of that anymore. And you get to store up all that energy and actually have excitement for tomorrow. Because we don't, it's not that we have to do the things that we do. And we'll talk more about this later, but you get to do the things that you do. What a gift it is that you get to wake up tomorrow. What a gift it is that you get to to do the rest of those things on your to-do list. And we'll, um, we'll put a link in the show notes to his book and to his anthem. Yeah, to his website. And his website. He's got a fantastic everything that comes from him is fantastic. So Yeah, absolutely. So that brings us um, into our wrap-up and into our one little thing today. So today, for your one little thing, just like we tell you every week... We want you to pull out your phone, your notebook, or your journal, and for the next three days, we want you to write down one moment from your day that you are choosing grace over guilt. This tiny little practice, just one thing, writing it down, 
letting it go, choosing grace over guilt, this practice, I am positive you'll see results from. I totally agree. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dirty Moms Talk podcast. And here's the thing. We can share our wisdom. We can share our ideas. But we're not experts. And we have a lot to learn still, too. So we would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, things that you have done. So maybe we can incorporate those into our lives. So if you could send us either a comment on this podcast, go to uh, Dirty Moms Talk on Facebook or Instagram. Tag us in a post. We would love to hear your thoughts and hear any ideas that you might have to add. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic week. Mm -hmm.